Here's the big question. What if you had to start over from scratch and build a business with limited time and resources? Maybe the economy just pulled the rug out from under you, or you're in a business that's underperforming or a career that's going nowhere. How would you flip the switch to go from where you're at to where you want to go? A profitable business that supports your family and allows you to live the life you were meant to live. My name is Jason Liu, and each week I'm going to bring you guests that are further down the road while documenting my own journey. Welcome to the business of feeling good. What is going on? Jason Liu here for another episode of The Business of Feeling Good. And this whole episode was just kind of a snippet into my day. So obviously at home, Monday through Friday right now, we are doing distance learning. I've got a daughter that's seven right now, finishing up second grade right now. And maybe one of the coolest things about having young kids, if you have them at home right now, or you know someone that has young children around their house, is how inquisitive they are. They ask some amazing questions. And there are definitely times where you're like, oh my gosh, don't ask me any more questions. But um, one of the questions that came up yesterday was which trees go quicker, small trees, like young trees, saplings, or big trees? And I was like, I don't know. And I ended up doing some research and finding, funny enough, counterintuitively, that 97% of the tree population um, actually grow quicker and faster when they're more mature than young saplings do. And we don't have to get into the fact that they also um, take care of and process more um, carbon dioxide and turn it back into fresh oxygen for us. But the interesting part of the study was the fact that older trees grow quicker. And that doesn't always mean taller, but they grow wider, they grow bigger, they grow beefier, right? And as opposed to you think always the young ones or the pups or the, the saplings out there are gonna grow quicker and faster. And that got me thinking about the idea around why don't we experience that, right? Why don't we grow quicker the older that we become? Why is it that the youth, uh, why is it that young children are always learning at such an incredible rate? Like I can see my daughter pick up concepts that she didn't know three months ago, let alone three weeks ago sometimes, and all of a sudden fully form ideas that all of a sudden she's learned about. and. I looked at a study done by Columbia that talked about, and it seemed very intuitive, um, but it was cool to see the research, where they actually went in and looked at why adults aren't growing as quick as young children, and not necessarily from a size standpoint in the case of trees, but we're talking about from a mental capacity. And a lot of it goes back to the great thing about becoming an adult at times is there are so many things that have become routine. You're able to process more information because you're not making as hard of the decision to have to figure out how to put on your shoes and tie your shoes. If you've ever watched like a five-year-old tie their shoes, it's like every ounce of concentration. Their tongue is hanging out like Michael Jordan, and they are doing everything they can to stick their fingers on their shoelaces to get that thing to stay put, right? We don't do that. We're drinking our coffee on our iPhone, and we are tying our shoelaces all at the exact same time. Like Mr. Rogers has no chance with us. <laughs> But that got me kind of cranking my mind and saying, okay, if we aren't growing as much and we're not as inquisitive, what am I, what am I assuming right now that I know 
that maybe if I just took a moment and broke it, right? What if I just were more inquisitive about something? How could I kind of apply this childlike idea or childlike wonder to a problem I'm facing? And so the challenge, if you've been following along this journey for me, is content on a daily basis and audience growing is something that I struggle with. It's not the easiest of things for me to create. Put me in front of a microphone, put me in front of a, a room full of people. I can produce training content, teaching material, but have me sit down and write, create posts, do Instagram posts, do Facebook posts, do LinkedIn posts. It's not my forte. And it's not something that for the most part, I've just avoided doing. Um, but audience is really big right now. Like I want to get my message to you. Um, and I realize that if I'm not putting myself out there, if I'm not being vulnerable, if I'm not being brave enough to put something out there, then it's harder to find you. So I was actually going through Tools of Titans. And one of the great interviews in there was, I think this was, I'm looking, I'm, I'm actually looking at my, oh, it's James Altiger's um, interview. So this is page 247 in Tools of Titans, Tim Ferriss's book. And one of the cool exercises he does for Daily 10 is he does these brain dumps. And one of the cool things he wrote about was doing 10 ridiculous things that he would invent every day, like throwing it down on paper. I said, what if I just took that idea and applied it to content? What are the ridiculous things I could do? And some of them were just outlandish. And some of them were like, I was like, oh, I'm going to try this. So now I'm really excited because I've got these fresh ideas because it's more of been like, I just got to create content. I just got to put it out and hopefully it lands with the right people. And I was like, huh, I wonder if I just went on. So my one of my first ideas was, I wonder if I just went on social media, found 10 people, kind of just did a quick glance at what they were challenged with, working on, what they were doing. What if I just wrote posts? Not to sound weird, but what if I kind of wrote it towards them and then said, and then reached out to them and said, hey, I don't know, this, this might help you and see if it lands. And almost like a adding one person to the audience at a time approach. So I was like, huh, I wonder if I could do that. So I wonder if I could just go out there and identify 10 people on different platforms and then write content directly for them. That was my first idea. And I was like, oh man, it's really exciting. So now I have almost, if I think about it, I almost got 30 days worth of content because I'm writing it to a specific person. I was like, oh, that's an interesting way to look at it. Two, I was like, I wonder if um, I could just go back. So I got this idea because... I was listening to Russell Brunson's podcast talking about ClickFunnels, and he was talking about launching a product and then going to the next one and then going to the next one and then going to the next one and then going to the next one, meaning you didn't spend enough time once you launched it, it was successful, but then you were on to the next launch. And I can remember being back in my first network marketing company, and we had just gone through this switch between telecom and telecom being long distance and paging to a... Uh, nutritional product. We we had a multimineral and vitamin formulation that we were selling. And the incredible thing was we built that entire company, A, off a product that wasn't even created yet. But then B, because we were such a young company, we built the entire company off of that one multimineral and vitamin product. And we spent, I think, almost three and a half years with just that product. And what was so cool about it was we didn't know it at the time because we were like, well, where's a new product coming? <laughs> when are we going to have something else to sell? We built such a strong following because there was so much energy and there was so much intent around that product. And it was a great product, but we spent time with it. 
And subsequently, as the company began to grow, as it began to create more money, one of the problems we began to see was that we kept launching new products. It was always new verticals, new verticals, new verticals that we were going to go out there and launch. And while that was good, we had all these new products that we didn't spend enough time educating the field about, educating customers about, building brand loyalty around because it was always shiny object this and shiny object that. So it got me thinking back to content. I was like, huh, I wonder if I just go back to all my old posts. And what if I just did rewrites? What if I thought of it almost like, not that I'm writing a book, but what if I took it and said, look, what if I rewrote this? What if I tweaked the headline? What if I changed the hook? What if I went out there and just retooled it, changed the picture, changed the content? Because let's be honest, I think on Instagram these days, your post probably gets in front of about 3% of your audience, which I know is sad to think about, but that means a lot of people aren't seeing your content. And Gary Vee is always like, what do you want me to do? Come up with new stuff that I, that I don't know? If you're tired of me talking about the exact same thing, it's what I know. So what if I just went back and retooled some of the content that I thought was halfway decent and see if I could find a different way or a different approach to make it land? I was like, huh, that's interesting. So I don't know. I had these, these two ideas I'm like super pumped to go after right now because it was just a different way to think about, ah, oh, I got to go in and create content today. That's not a fun thought to have. So my challenge to you guys is if there is something out there that is hanging you up, maybe you are a technophobe and you're feeling like I can't start a podcast or I can't start a business because, and trust me, I have, I have two clients right now that that is the number one problem they have is they can't get over the fact that they don't know what to do with the tech. And I was like, you got to stop. You got to stop worrying about that. There are people out there that it is their zone, their place of genius to spend time in the tech world. We just got to figure out how to budget and to hire out right now. So maybe there's something that's really hanging you up. I would say take, it only took 10 minutes. It only took like 15 minutes to sit there and be like, okay, let's come up with every ridiculous idea I could come about in terms of coming at this problem in a different way. And it's kind of fun. Um, so I don't know if that helps you guys at all today. It got me started because of this odd conversation, obviously about which grows faster, young trees or old trees, but you never know where your inspiration is going to hit from. So if you guys got value out of today, that's all I care about. More importantly though, if you get something and it kind of resonates, please take the five minutes. If you're on a walk, if you're at the gym, probably not at the gym right now because we're in self-isolation, but if you're at the gym <laughs> in the future, listening back at this episode, stop, stop for five minutes, you know, pull out pen and pad or grab Google docs or notes or whatever you're going to use and put something down because it's not good just hearing an idea, but implementing it. Um, especially if it's one that really resonates with you. Um, more than anything, I would be totally grateful. Um, again, it's cool that I get to get messages from you guys that say value. I read them personally, right? So if you got value after today's episode, A, screenshot this podcast um, and send it up to your stories and tag me in it, underscore at or at underscore Jason Liu, and that's L-E-W. Um, I'd love to see kind of what you're taking away or what you're learning. And if you liked it, um, send me a message on the, on the Instagrams as well. Send me a DM. Um, I'd love to hear what you're taking away. So until the next episode, uh, my name is Jason Liu, and we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Yeah. <laughs>
Thanks again. I hope you guys grabbed some great value out of today's conversation. If you want to further the conversation, I'd love to meet you personally. We've got a free Facebook community that you can dive into, free content, more resources, and I do lives every single week where I get a chance to interact with you and help coach you on exactly what you need. If you want to find it, you can find us at The Business of Feeling Good, or you can search the hashtag BOFG. Again, that's hashtag BOFG. If you like this episode, please share it. I'd love to hear from you. Your comments, your reviews truly mean so much to me. It's the lifeblood of what keeps me going, and it's how I craft the content that's better going to impact you. I look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode. Until then, cheers. Cheers.